0: Another episode of Indiana Politics. I'm Deb Chubb. And today we are very lucky to be with Dr. Woodrow Myers, um, past candidate for governor in Indiana in 2020, and longtime um, government servant uh, in Indiana, as well as a, a physician. So, um, uh, Dr. Myers, is there any other part of my introduction that you'd like to add to? <laughs> I
1: know you've done a lot. Uh, well, the, I I think one of my most important jobs these days is that is that uh, I'm the the grandfather of, of, of Guinevere and 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 and, and Will, uh, and and uh, my daughter has informed me that there's one in the oven, oh. uh, and so uh, I'm looking forward to uh, this summer uh, to meet my third uh, grandchild. So that's uh, high on my priority list these days.
0: Well, that's great. So, um, and that is such an important thing. I'm not a grandmom yet, but um, I I hear it's much better than being a regular parent. (laughs) oh, there's a lot of advantages. You're right. (laughs) So, um, so I want you to talk with us today about the Democratic Party. Um, You uh, ran for governor, and it didn't, you know, didn't come out the way we wanted it, but you, of course, are in very good company among Democrats in both Indiana and in most Midwestern states anyway, uh, even those states that went for Biden um, still uh, elected mostly Republicans on the down-ballot races. So, um, so I guess, you know, and now's the time the Democratic Party is reorganizing. We'll have a new state party chair and many of the other positions will change. And so now is the time to really talk about what we need to do in the Democratic Party Uh, to be more successful. And I don't think anybody thinks we can do this by 2022, you know, whatever it is we do. So we need to think, um, you know, in longer terms, and we need to think in really more radical change elements. So what do you think? What do you think? That's my question. What what can we do to fix this Democratic Party in Indiana?
1: I think there are a lot of things that that can and shouldn't uh, be done. And and I'm looking forward to uh... Uh, to the the progress that I know that w- will be made given the uh, the people that I know that are excited about it and and uh, willing to work hard to make it happen uh, we, we it took us a, a while to get into the position that we're in today I think it's going to take us a, a while to get out I'm, I'm uh, hopeful that we can accelerate that uh, with the right kind of energy and technology but uh, I think the number one thing we need is uh, leadership at the, at the state and local level, uh, enthusiastic, uh, energetic, uh, uh, highly uh, motivated, and technically savvy uh, our, our people. I think those are the characteristics that, that we need today in order to move us forward. So uh, what, what's it going to take in a nutshell? It's going to take a, a, a different way to think about local organization of uh, the the party it's going to take we're, we're going to need to think differently about what the priorities are and the funding sources will be of the statewide party and then we're going to have to reconnect ourselves uh to the national uh party uh, as well and, and i think it's going to be up and down uh, local state and national uh in order to create the kind of democratic party we need in indiana moving forward
0: I think, um, you know, that was really one of the big lessons from Georgia, right? It was um, find your grassroots connections and um, and wrap your arms around all of these, all of this, the grassroots organizations that are out there and bring them, you know, bring them together to make the, the work much more efficient. Um, and I know when I tootled around the state working with uh, candidates uh, who were running for state legislature, um, we found such ineffective uh, Democratic Party uh, help. (laughs) And uh, the structure has just, uh, unfortunately, it feels like the structure of the party has just so deteriorated. Um, It is, you know, on paper, a great structure, this kind of hierarchy of, you know, the party the chair, then the congressional district chairs, and then the county chairs, and then the precinct committee chairs. uh, And that, you know, ideally, you know, that works. But it never felt like it was working. Uh, certainly not in 2020. Um, our experience was that precinct committee chairs were not not engaged at all. And, um, and, and, and at the county level, the same kind of thing. And I know you ran a statewide uh, campaign, so you were everywhere. And um, I mean, is, are there things that you noticed that you really felt like, um, you know, came out as a kind of an overwhelming theme? <laughs>
1: Well yeah there were there are a couple of things there's not just one uh, I think you're hitting on it uh, uh, quite uh, quite well uh, basically the the structure of the past is no longer serving us uh this reliance on committee precinct people that may or may not be dedicated to the job and may or may not have the expertise uh, to uh, to carry out what we need today uh the the the, the overlapping uh, uh jurisdictional uh, Uh, Are geographic-based groupings of uh, you know congressional districts, which of course in Indiana uh, means that they're they're gerrymandered and they're in these bizarre shapes uh, that that cross counties and in uh, incredibly obtuse ways that uh, really are designed by the Republicans to optimize their their vote uh, per uh, district. Uh, so that, that for us to, to to get what we need, we we can't be constrained like that. Uh, uh, we we also I think uh, need to uh, embrace the fact that the party is no longer the only way to be a Democrat, in the sense that uh, 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 there are many groups. Uh, uh, Hoosier Women Forward, for instance. Uh, nasty Women of Indiana. Notice that women <laughs> is it's a pretty big. Twenty Twenty. Yes, that was
0: my group. Yep.
1: Yeah. Th- th- those uh, those entities played a huge role in twenty twenty, and and they were really never fully embraced, I don't think, by the state party. And so, I think that there has to be. Uh, you know, we like to think of ourselves as a big tent, but you got to include. Uh, folks that are of like-minded uh, 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 p- like-minded politically uh, astute people uh, under that tent and not just uh, have a a, a, a strong uh, a structure that that has no uh, it's, it's like having a frame of a house but the the plumbing doesn't work you know the the electrical system is out of whack we got to make it a structure that uh, that allows uh, both for, uh, the uh, the needs on a county basis or a district basis, but in addition embraces the the uh, the, the groups that have emerged in the last decade, especially uh, as uh, as uh, real entities that can contribute to the state's uh, success. Uh, I've been very impressed uh, by uh, the young people that have uh, that I came in contact with through the college Democratic clubs, for instance. Uh, that should be a main uh, uh, stay of what the Democratic Party in, in our state uh, embraces uh, and encourages uh, and facilitates. And uh, I, I, I just know that, uh, that, that of course, they are the future and they are very, very uh, energetic, good people. Uh, they, need a, they need a place at the table. Uh, they, they, they don't seem to really have one uh, today in the way that I think we need. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm very uh, I, uh, hopeful and I'm, I guess I'm also cautiously optimistic uh, that, that if Mike Schwull gets the job uh, uh, and uh, I, I heard your uh, great interview with him, uh, I, I think he has the, 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 the talent to, to make this all happen and, and bring a, a new level of sophistication and energy uh, to make our tent stronger.
0: Well, let's hope. And you know, there is another candidate too. Trish Wib comes out there. She has a long history in Democratic politics too, and uh, and she's done uh, she's done great work. She was very supportive of all of these women's groups, and I will say that you know I think that's a that's a special thing that um, that you know she deserves some credit for. Um, i my, our group, Twenty Five Women for Twenty Twenty, as well as Indiana Nasty Women and and, uh, and others, um, really worked outside of the party, like you said, and um, we're never really you know, invited or even acknowledged uh, to participate. And so, um, so I like your idea of uh, really embracing these groups. And, you know, I I will tell you, I'm going to give you a little um, proposition here. Um, In our county, um, we developed, uh, not that it was accepted or will happen or whatever, we we were, we were, like in many counties, there's, okay, let me back up. There's this dynamic out there that I keep thinking is so intriguing that I wish people would talk about more. And that is that in every county, there's a county party. That county party, when it becomes inefficient or ineffective, uh, Democrats who are eager to do stuff, they create a club in the county. So then there'll be this democratic club. Well, and then that club will be out there. And then someone will say, well, I wanna start a club. So now there's two clubs plus the party. And and in some counties, there's more than that. There's, you know, clubs for a city and a club for women. And in our case, uh, we have a club for progressive Democrats. So, and it's because there was no, you know embracing of the big tent, like you you suggest. So, so what happens then is if you've got these fragmented, uh, you know, democratic efforts in counties that are duplicating work, uh, not on the same page, uh, not very organized, perhaps all leaning on you know get out the vote when some of them should be leaning on you know voter registration, uh, and so so what we proposed uh, our progressive Dems club in our in our county. Was uh, that county leaders, and I don't know. This possibly could be scalable to the state level. Um, that county leaders create a cabinet, and these and the cabinet is made up of team leaders, and each of those teams are things like one is you know get out the vote, one is voter registration, what is one is uh, community service uh, activities, one is um, constituency uh, liaisons uh, to to engage with constituencies year round. Uh, one of them is, you know, data management. Someone who's working on managing VAN uh, for the for the county and for all the candidates in the county, um, etc. So, so that you spread the work out more efficiently and um, and hopefully more effectively. So, what do you think? Do you think that's a possibility at the state level? So, instead of like the central committee being full of these congressional district representatives, it would be a cabinet of, you know, of team leaders. What do you think?
1: Well, I think there are a lot of different organizational possibilities. Uh, you got to find a, a, a way to create a, a leadership group uh, that is of the right size and mindset. That's the that's the most important, uh, I think, uh, characteristic. Whether they are geographically based, or uh, po- po- uh, issue based, or uh, uh, the by virtue of their union status, or their or their uh, other uh, affiliation, irrespective of those, that you've got to get the right people. Uh, and so I think we have to be flexible, number one. Uh, number two, uh, I think that the uh, flexibility implies the lack of rigidity. In other words, uh, there are going to be some counties where you got lots of energy, like St. Joe. Uh, and then the, they are going to be surrounding smaller rural counties where there's virtually no energy, and that they need to be brought along. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested in ideas that I, I'd love to see ideas that uh, allowed counties to function jointly. Uh, you know, we, we forget that the reason the counties were created the way they were created back in the 1800s was that the, the center of the county had to be no more than one day's horse ride uh, <laughs> to the border of the county. That was the basis for what a county, uh, how a county was created. The internet and the interstate highway system has obliterated uh, the, those uh, that rationale. Uh, yet and still, here we are in 2021, basing major decisions on whether you're on this side or that side of X Y Z Creek or Street uh, 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 because somebody a hundred over 100 years ago uh, 200 years ago decided that this was a good way to to create a border uh, So we, we had to get our minds uh, into this century's uh, technologies and 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 uh, em- embrace new and better ways to think about how we are organized.
0: Well, you know, the, um, you know, Edie Hardcastle, one of you know, I will say a handful of great county chairs in Indiana, uh, is down in Vanderburgh County uh, in Evansville, and she um, created this. Oh, she 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 didn't create it, but she brought it to Indiana. This terrific program called Neighborhood Leadership uh, Program, and uh, the idea is that the structure is you know almost comically similar similar to the precinct committee chair structure, um, but it is much smaller, so each. Each, each neighborhood leader uh, really is responsible for up to 35 homes. Uh, you know, in a precinct, there could be 700 homes. Uh, so it means you need a lot more volunteers. She needed 300 uh, in her county to manage all of these neighborhood uh, you know, districts that she had created. And it also um, in, uh, requires that neighborhood leader to do year round relationship building activity. So the benefit is you know, that you know, people really know this small neighborhood very well. We think that precinct committee chairs should know when kids are turning 18 in their precinct. That's, not, that's just not possible. There's just too many people. And um, and in this, you know, in a smaller area, you could do that. You could expect these neighborhood leaders to know when when someone is going to turn eighteen and is ready is ready to register. Um, you know when someone moves. You know when someone moves in. Someone moves out. And um, and you you talk to people enough to know who might be willing to do democratic volunteer activities. And you talk to them more. And of course, it, as we you know, we expect precinct committee chairs to ensure that people in their precinct are familiar with the Democratic candidates. Well, again, I just don't know if that's really possible. So the idea then, of course, is you just have this much smaller district um, where uh, Democratic leaders are working year-round developing relationships with uh, the Democrats in their neighborhood. And then the other part of that program is really the data. Um, because people are, ha- you know, are developing these relationships with Democrats in their smaller area, they're able to really, uh, you know, create more rich data on Democrats. So you know, you know more. You know more about the voter, and and you can use that data to help you, you know, help you get materials to them to understand what issues are resonating in your area, um, and to help candidates, you know, um, connect with the voters. So, what do you think about that idea?
1: Well, I, I think what you're doing or you're outlining a number of tactical options mm-hmm. uh, that can and should be considered as this reorganization takes place. I, I think that the, but the tactical needs to follow the strategic. In other words, I, I think we need to think through what are the organizing principles for Indiana Democrats in 2022? Uh, and what, what do we care about? I mean, if you if you, if you what does what the man or woman on the street think uh, that the Indiana Democratic Party stands for? Uh, what is it that we believe that's different from what the current administration believes in the state of Indiana that we ought to have done differently? Uh, what are our priorities versus the current priorities? I mean, that, those are the kinds of things that I think will get that person on the street excited. I mean, they. It, there's a solid i think 30 to 35% of hoosier adults uh that are always going to vote democratic they were brought up that way they are likely to stay democrats their entire life you know they yeah you know, they are the core the base they are the worker bees they are the people that are going to follow the 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 the, the strategic plan and, and 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 execute on the tactics but in order for us to be successful we have got to find a way uh, to energize and attract uh, uh, that next third uh, that can go both ways—that uh, that's the 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 sort of center of the political uh, 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 environment in, in, in our state. And of course, my progressive friends will immediately think, "Oh my God, you're gonna you're gonna try to move to the center. You're gonna abandon those things that we believe are are, mo- are, are most important." Uh, uh, and, uh, and and they're going to be worried about that. But the fact of the matter is, is that you got to get a majority of the votes to win. Uh, and to get a majority of the votes to win, you have to have ideas and plans that are attractive uh, to the majority of voters. Uh, and that's where we haven't spent enough time. Uh, Indiana is not California. We can't go in with a platform that's going to be similar or, or too similar to what our friends in San Francisco and Los Angeles have uh, put together. We're not New York, we're not Maryland. Uh, you know, We're closer to Georgia in many respects, for instance. And then we're closer to Kentucky. We're closer to Michigan. And guess what? They all have a uh, 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 leading Democratic uh, 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 party, uh, uh, that, parties that have been successful, whereas we have not. What can we learn from them? How are they doing things? You know, one of the things that we we I think uh, we are far too uh, uh, provincial in Indiana. We if it wasn't invented here, if we haven't done it for twenty years, then it can't be any good. (laughs) So I I just think that's wrong. We got to be willing to look at what has worked elsewhere. Look at I give Stacey Abrams Abrams a lot of credit, a lot of the credit for turning Georgia around. I just think that she has done it phenomenal. She has saved the United States Senate. She and her colleagues, right? right. And, and has given Joe Biden the opportunity to get things done. If, she, and if Georgia hadn't come through for us as a party in January, uh, we'll, we're, we're, where would we be today? It would be a very, Mitch McConnell would be doing the same things he's always been doing. Uh, it would be a very different scenario. So I think we got to look at what did Stacey Abrams do? How did she make that happen? And what lessons can be applied uh, to, uh, to Indiana? What was, what was the change that took place in the Georgia Democratic Party that enabled uh, Georgia to accomplish what it did? I, th- I think we ought to really look at uh, how Gretchen Whitmer uh, is doing and in, 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 in Brashear in, in Kentucky. I mean, they're our next door neighbors. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Pritzker, next door in Illinois. Look, look, we're surrounded on three sides by Democratic-led uh, states. Uh, what did they do to get themselves into that position that we could copy, or that we could create an Indiana version of that? And that's where I think we've been lacking. We haven't really thought strategically uh, as a state. We've we kind of, oh, this is the way we've done it. We just need to tweak it a little bit and do it, do it a little bit better. Um, one of the groups that, uh, that I was involved in back, oh, I would say five, 10 years ago is called Indiana uh, Democratic Victory Committee. Uh, that was a group that was established by a, a lot of folks that, that wanted to, 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 uh, to spend money cr- uh, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to s- uh, secure funds and spend them on candidates that we thought could win. Uh, and basically it was doing the job of the Indiana Democratic Party that the Indiana Democratic Party wasn't doing. Right. Uh, and we, we, we didn't like to say it that way because that just sounded too grating and too irritating to a lot of people. But, but you know, those are the facts. The, the party wasn't raising money and and, and and putting it where it needed to go and somebody had to do it. So a group of people stepped up and, and, and did it their way. Uh, and, and so that I think that, that if we had a, a different uh, kind of party, that looked both inward and outward and that was uh, used all of the modern t- uh, techniques that are available today uh and brought in excitement you know one of the things that you, you 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 do to get people excited is you bring in dynamic speakers uh you 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 know we used to do a lot more of that i think than we've done in recent now covid of course has had a big major major impact uh, and le- we can't discount the the uh, the impact that COVID had. Certainly, I I look at it as a major influence of uh, uh, influencer of, of my campaign. Uh, but that that aside, I think that there are some exciting folks out there that we ought to get to come to Indiana, even if it's a Zoom uh, meeting, uh, and 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 that's the kind of thing that will generate excitement. You know, Jay County can participate in a Zoom. Uh, they they don't have to they don't have to get on the road and and and, come. and and if Jay County gets excited, then there's a lot of Democrats that we could both recruit uh, and retain in Jay County. That ultimately means that Jay County uh, will 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 the Democratic Party will will be far more effective, efficient, and can thrive. So I, I guess I'm thinking about it a little bit different. I think it I think that that we've got to think about it from a strategic standpoint first. And then your ideas and the ideas of others, with respect to well, okay, if, if those are the top ten things we want to get done, here's the best way to organize to to make that happen, um, because the 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 the, the, the uh, form uh, follows the function, uh, and so I, I think we've got to we've got to get the uh, the big ideas out there. What do we stand for? What are we going to do? Why are we different? What what's wrong with our state that we know can be fixed, and get people excited about doing that, uh, before we get the uh, the, uh, the the details of of how we wish to reorganize them.
0: I think you're right. I think um, I th- you know much of what you know. I think what you're talking about is really you know what everyone wants to put in messaging. Um, and, uh, you know, when you bring up Stacey Abrams, everyone wants to compare. And a lot of people have learned uh, things from her that have to do with, you know, like, like you say, tactical organizing, uh, getting people on the ground, going, getting into communities, finding voters where they are, all those things. But, um, you know, that is coupled. It has to be coupled with the right message, like you point out. And so, you um, know and their message was really all about you know kitchen table issues and what do you need to make your family do better Mm -hmm. and you know how can government serve you and uh you know i mean although it's you know it's a good mix of the actual getting out there and engaging but it also requires the the right message so okay so here's my question what is the message
1: well there there it's not just one message there 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 are many messages and, and 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 that's why we that's how uh well, or, or why we have to be uh, uh thoughtful in and how we put put the uh, the messaging uh, together you know india one of the things i, I did when i campaigned is i got a chance to travel through i don't remember now how many total counties we were trying to get to all 92 uh but then kind of covid put the kibosh on that so i have to go back and look i think we made it to to at least 50 but uh I, I'm not a hundred percent certain uh, that we had meetings in in, 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 in that many but nonetheless uh, uh, i I think that uh, and I'll, I'll just continue to, to uh, focus on uh jay county uh and, and why do I focus on Jay county because uh w- when I got there they they had a dinner for me uh, and uh they said that no statewide candidate that anybody can remember had ever come to Jay County. Uh, and uh, and the folks there, they cooked this very nice. Ch- I mean, I, one of the things I tell people is that I've had chicken prepared every single way that you could fix it. It is it is the only thing that is absolutely on the menu at every Democratic dinner you possibly could have in the state. And I'm not complaining. Uh, but nonetheless, they they cooked a nice chicken chicken dinner, uh, and uh, we had a great uh, conversation. And the people were just so genuinely excited uh, to have a statewide candidate. And we talked about the problems of the county, the opportunities in the county, uh, and it really kind of kind of became my model for you know th- this is clay that can be molded and create and, and shaped. Uh, and if we find the right way for this block. Uh, of, of molded created kiln, uh, clay that's been put through the kiln and, and, and it's glazed into the the, uh, the, uh, uh, the 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 infrastructure of our party, uh, then we can have an exceptionally strong uh, uh, party uh, 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 across our state. But we haven't figured out the formula, I don't think, to uh, to, to 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 make that happen. Now, you know, you, you go to uh, you go to Lake County or you go to Vandenberg, as you talked about, you go to, to Monroe, you go to, to Marion, it's a completely different story. St. Mm-hmm. Joe, uh, Elkhart, it's a completely different story. I mean, there, there you have uh, long standing groups of, of highly energetic, organized folk that, that, uh, that know who, who's who and what's what and have very uh, distinct views of what the policy issues from a local perspective are and what they need to fix. Uh, that, uh, that, that, that 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 thats so it's a different story of course than, than jay county but what we got to do is find the right message uh such that the the, the Jay county Democrats uh can get excited uh, and and it has to be a combination of both local themes and statewide themes and national themes uh so that's one the one one big set of ideas second set is i think we have to truly understand uh, the the uh, the mindset today of the Hoosier voter, and, and there's some really good uh, companies out there uh, that do uh, terrific analyses of the vote. Uh, what you know, in terms of who came out and voted, how they came out and voted, how those votes this time around differ from last time uh, and the time before that. Uh, and w- what the reasons are for those differences. We need a deep, deep dive into the numbers. Uh, and, those, and that dive will really help to, uh, help us to understand what the dynamic is in our state. And that will help us to crystallize the message uh, in a far better way than we've done in, in, in the past. Uh, because you know we can't just sort of rely on the traditional. And by that, I mean, uh, we gotta do more for teachers. We gotta bring back the unions. Uh, We've got to uh, to stop voter suppression and all of those things are important, but we can't do it that way and and say the same things and, and, and have the messages framed in the same way that they've been framed in previous years. We have to figure out what the spin is in 2022 that will make those messages far more real and important to that voter that we're trying to attract. That we haven't been able to uh, attract thus far, and I think that the, the quantitative analysis of the vote. Now, the big red, the the, the big red uh, uh, flashing light that's on this past election, the past two elections actually is the is the impact of Donald Trump, uh, mm-hmm. especially uh, here in a, in a state like Indiana. I think that that it, you know you, you it's it's very easy I think to underestimate the. The huge uh, impact that he's had uh, in the state on voter turnout uh, and uh, on uh, bringing uh, to the uh, the voting booth those folks that that uh, are 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 voting uh, with their what we call in a, uh, in um, neuroanatomy and medicine the amygdala uh, uh-huh. instead of the prefrontal cortex. Now, for, for anybody on this podcast, they wonder, what is he talking about? Uh, the uh, the amygdala is a part of the brain that houses what we call the fight or flight reaction. That's where you get your kind of your gut instincts about you know this is good for me or bad for me, so I've got to run towards it or run away from it. Uh, whereas the prefrontal cortex, that's the place in your brain where you do you know, the tactical calculations, and you, you know, that's where you you've uh, memorized the the various talking points. That's sort of the 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 place where you you do your thinking, whereas the amygdala is where you react. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what Donald Trump did is he found a way to tap into the amygdala. Uh, one of the fascinating things that I, I saw in the uh, in the, when we looked at the data for the 16 election uh, was that he still got, I think, it was 52 percent of women after. After the uh, Hollywood uh, uh, disclosure of what he had said about women, and after all of the the exposes on the way he has treated women over the years, that shocked me.
0: How could he still get fifty two percent? Where? What and were I don't they? Know if It was all women. I think that might have just been white women.
1: but well, you you know, you're right. I yeah. think you, I, 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 I'm yeah. sorry. Could you could be right that 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 was just Caucasian women, but but even then. Yeah. How, how the <laughs> hell did that happen? And, and, and you, you, well, were they thinking, were they, did they listen to the news? Did they understand what was truly the going on in his denials, uh, none of which had, and, and the way he's treated his wives and on and on and on and on. What were they thinking? If, if Was this in any way consistent with their best interests? And, and, and the way that I explain it to, at least to myself, I don't know if anybody else believes this, but it, it, he found a way to tap into that, that, uh, the, that part of their brains, the, like I said, the amygdala, that, that uh, basically told them that, hey, look, this guy is, is going to take care of me, look out for me, uh, give me something that I need. Uh, whereas the other candidate, in this case, Hillary didn't, uh, and/or in this last election, where uh, some people said that Joe, that Joe Biden wouldn't do that, w- we have to understand that much better than we do as Democrats, uh, and find our way, not to use the same approach that the Republicans do, but find our way to tap into the amygdala. So, what are the issues that? that get you on our side, sort of gut um, issues, emotional. Uh, uh, what, what is the way that we can bring that level of commitment to us uh, uh, in a positive way that that uh, will allow us to to get the majority of the votes that we need in order to win uh, statewide? And we haven't figured that out. No. Uh, so I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I haven't answered your question. But what I am doing is describing what we need to do to get the question answered.
0: OK, uh, well, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> something. And I think um, I think uh, we as Democrats had hoped that voters wouldn't use that means to vote. They wouldn't they would stop voting right. based on you know fear. Uh, is basically it, you know, that scared the bejeebies out of people. And, um, and, and again, triggered the amygdala, you know, to, you know, to, to just react. And, um, and we had hoped that voters would, you know, use their frontal cortex and do a little executive, you know, action and planning um, that they, you know, and, and, you know, Democrats did, but there just weren't enough of us (laughs) You know who were who yeah. were thinking things through, and I, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure how you could do it. I mean, he, you know, he he created that whole fear reaction, you know, based on his ability to create mass chaos. Uh, it was, so it, he was didn't that, know it was what was going to happen next.
1: He tapped into uh, deeply suppressed, in some cases, feelings about immigration, about race. Uh, about yeah. one's place in society, about uh, one, l- loss of prestige, loss of uh, privilege, uh, and and the and the fears around all of those concepts. Uh, that's what he did, right. uh, and and we did not find a way to turn that uh, 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 from the from his advantage to ours, and, and that's where. I think we we've got to rethink our 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 strategy to to tap into the the uh, the fight or flight reactions that people people have. Uh, others, I mean, I, I got to say that you know Brasher did it, uh, and Kentucky's not that politically different from Indiana. There are a lot of other issues, a lot of other concerns, a lot of, you know. But but we've we've got to think it think about it differently now. But let's 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 fast forward to twenty twenty two and twenty uh, twenty four in 22 we've got a senate race coming up uh you know we got some statewide so what is it St- secretary of state and then uh uh the uh, new uh,
0: state treasurer treasurer
1: governor. and then 22 and then 24 we got governor again and then we got right. to we got two senate races coming up uh and 22 and 24 and then the, of course the the cycle repeats itself from this from 20 and uh in, in 24 as well so we, and then the, you, I think you when you talked to uh, Mike Schmuel, you, 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 you uh, covered a lot of the, the issues surrounding the legislature. That, that's where I think there, there needs to be uh, an immediate uh, look at that because the, finding the right candidates to run in 22 uh, is a job that should be going on right now. Um, and, you know, one of the things that we often do is those of us who've been candidates or those of us who are thinking, about becoming candidates is we don't realize that the time passes very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and you gotta you gotta start years before, not weeks or months before. Uh, so right now the party ought to be very involved in uh, helping to think through where are the districts that that we have the best opportunity, who are the people in those districts that that can deliver those messages and what are the right messages to concentrate on uh, and start doing that right now.
0: Yeah. Well, let's hope whoever gets elected, it just hits the ground running with that Um, because you're absolutely right. When I started, you know, recruiting women to run for state legislature, I started in April 2019 um, on that on that project. Um, And, uh, you know, and it was a lot of work and it took a lot of time and uh, a lot of traveling. And, uh, of course, getting women to run is. A little more difficult than getting men to run, and so uh, it took more time. And I knew that was—I knew it was going to take more time. Um, I mean, I I was very pleased at the end. We ended up uh, working with 29 terrific uh, women candidates, Um, and uh, but but and I will tell you, recruiting people for 2022 is going to be a much tougher slog uh, because it just looks so awful. Every you know the gerrymandering. I mean, we may not even know what the districts are until like right. November.
1: Well, we we've got to assume I think uh, uh, that uh, the legislation is going to do its best to make the gerrymandering worse,
0: Uh right. Not
1: not for and and worse for us, better for for them. Uh, you know, the Supreme Court uh, I think back a couple of years ago had to decide whether the of, of two egregious gerrymandering uh, uh, efforts, North Carolina and Indiana, they picked North Carolina to say, all right, you've got to fix yours, Indiana, we're going to give this one a pass. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so the the Republicans are going to try to get as close as possible to uh, doing whatever they can get away with and not get overturned by the Supreme Court. So they're working right now, I'm sure, to figure out what that model uh, looks like. So we have to anticipate that that is going to happen. And the only way to overcome it uh, because, we, we, you know, we're not going to be able to veto uh, and or alter in, to any major degree, whatever the, the uh, legislature decides to do, uh, and the governor decides to sign. So we've got to be prepared for all contingencies. And that means we've got to get the absolute best people right now ready, irrespective of what the ultimate borders of their district will look like uh, to, to get geared up right now and get the energy uh, and the money. Uh, to to want to run a successful uh, campaign and then help them to do it. That was part of what I think the uh, we, we've got to change as well. The state party has to be far more effective in helping candidates, yeah. uh, far more effective. And I'm, I'm not trying to cast blame or anything. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make a, a backhanded statement about my race in 20. But I, I, what I'm saying is that there are ways that state parties... Can help candidates, uh, uh, and Indiana can do a much better job uh, in the future than it's done in the past. Uh, and again, that, this is where I, I think that two big, big, big parts are: how are we going to raise the money, and how, how are we going to create the programs that allow us to uh, find that uh, sweet spot in the voter's mind to bring us, home, and then, and then connect the dots with the people uh, that that can deliver those messages and, and do the work. Uh, I, I was just amazed at the, some of the energy that I've, I, I was able to, to, uh, to see in, uh, in, in all of the, the various women's groups that we talked, primarily women's groups that we talked about. Uh, and there are a lot of candidates. They, they don't know it yet, but there are a lot of women who are in those groups who are going to be and who should that be candidates. Absolutely. We just have to recruit them and tell them that, yeah, it's your time. Uh, yeah, it's, and you need to get ready. Yeah, we're going to help you to figure out a way to, to, to do this. Right. Uh, we need to be encouraging. Uh, we, need, we need to be uh, uh, thoughtful. Uh, and we need to, 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 uh, uh, to, to keep them energized uh, and uh, hopeful and optimistic. Uh, you know, we, we could we could wring our hands. And say, oh, my God, the Democrats in Indiana haven't done anything for I don't know how many years. It's terrible. It's awful. It's never going to get any better. Woe is me. Uh, you know, and, or or we get off our butts and do something, you know, right. and, and, and I think I, I prefer the, the thought of figuring out each of us figuring out the ways for us to get off our butts and do something. Uh, and uh, and tap into that 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 uh, group of uh, folks that that know that our state's headed in the wrong direction, know that our nation can do a lot better job, know that our counties uh, can 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 do better, uh, and that we can help people in ways that they aren't being helped today, uh, and that's what we got to figure out uh, how best to do that.
0: All right, that's awesome. Well, we are out of time, um, but I am so uh, so happy that we got to have this conversation. Um, your ideas are just terrific. Uh, we need people like you with novel approaches to, uh, to reorganizing the party and reorganizing our efforts. And, uh, and I, love your, I love your creative ideas on all of this. I think that's what we need. So, all right. So, oh, okay, before we leave, I uh, you know, like to ask any um, last parting words of wisdom?
1: No, I I think we've we've hit a lot of different topics. It's still uh, it's, there's still time, but not that much. <laughs> and so, well, at the the minute that uh, the 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 election on March 20th, I believe, uh, is over, uh, and we know who our next chair person is going to be, we need to rally behind uh, him or her, uh, and we need to offer them uh, our uh, our support, uh, and we need to get moving. Uh, and we need to do so uh, effect, effect, effectively, efficiently, and figure out how we're going to make this happen. Because the people of our state uh, uh, at the top of the food chain are doing just fine. Uh, they got their big tax break from Donald. Uh, they have got the, all the breaks that uh, have been put built into the laws that this legislature and the budget. This legislature has been passing now for the last decade. Uh, they, they, uh, they're, they're sitting on, uh, uh, record profits. Many of them, uh, those that are not uh, specifically COVID, uh, 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 affected. And, uh, there are many industries that are actually doing quite nicely, uh, uh, in spite of COVID, uh, and, uh, their, their, their incentive is to keep things the way they are right now. Uh, and they're out there today finding their candidates. Uh, to make that happen. Well, we've got to outdo them. We've got to outthink them. Uh, we've got to outwork them. We got to outhustle them. We got out, we have to outraise them. Uh, and, uh, and that's the way we get things to, to change. And that's the way we make our state the state that it needs to be.
0: All right. All right. Those are excellent words of wisdom. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for joining me. That is really wonderful. It's so great to talk to you again. I miss talking to you from the, from campaign days. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, next time we'll do this again.
1: Well, I, I, I'm going to figure out what it, what my part of the, the is. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm getting what they call long in the tooth, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not one of those energizer thirty year old energizer bunnies uh, that, uh, that that we've got out there today. Uh, but I, I can certainly be supportive. So thank you. That's great. I appreciate All right. it. All right.